You sound terrible. Yes. It hit, you know, and that's the thing. I was feeling fine yesterday. It was off all day. We went swimming. Um, I did uh, Kevin uh, Hellion's new podcast. And I say new. <laughs> he kind of rebranded things. Right. Uh, he's not doing the wrestling thing for a bit because uh, the rest of his cronies decided to take the summer off as I'm winking into the camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, his Monday show was kind of like an interview show with different like comic book or comic book related type folks. Um, and what was the Monday show is now moving to the Thursday slot. And I was the guest uh, on what will be coming up there. Um, it's it's a lot of me kind of like diarying at the mouth. I felt really bad. Huh. Uh, I think it's maybe I talked too much last night. Right. And the fact that like I strangely have tomorrow off of work. Right. And this is how they decided to punish me by making me sick so I couldn't enjoy my day off. Not that I would enjoy it anyway. Right. True. But so the the podcast was all about comics that you did. So the idea was supposed to be like how I got into the things that I do. Mm -hmm. And. I told like a very long story of me getting involved into wrestling and a slight and like what would have normally been enough of a podcast of how we came to do this. Oh, okay. Where like I talked about uh, the nerd herd. Was that the original podcast? Yes, that was the nerd herd. Right. I talked about how like you were doing that and I got. Uh, you into doing uh, Three Guys From Nowhere and then DJ bowed out and how we would do like the free conference call gimmick <laughs> and then how we stopped doing that for a year and uh, how it then went into Weekly Long Box, talked about the sponsorship deals and being paid off of that stuff mm-hmm. and then how we kind of attempted to monetize what we're doing now and stuff. Maybe I'll listen to that one. Yeah, I don't know. And remember the the stories that you tell because they're all wiped away in my brain. Yeah, I I give um in my head I'm like oh, I'll give like the Reader's Digest versions of all this stuff, and I think I gave like the very long winded, um around my ass and up my elbow version. Right, you gave the Snyder cut version. Yeah. Excuse me. No problem. I was supposed to mute that. You're good. So this is uh, Longbox Heroes After Dark something, uh, 347, and uh, I feel like shit. Yes, you sound like shit, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I woke up this morning, I felt fine, and then about like 10, 10.30 this morning, it's just like, oh, I got a little bit of a sniffle, that's weird. Right. Uh, I just thought I was a wrestler in the 80s, you know? I didn't Well, know you know what, what I, you know what I say? Huh. You do the show. Unless you had a heart attack, you don't get to do the show. Joe. Right. Right. And uh, like I said, that's why I'm here uh, mm-hmm. doing the show. Todd did say, do you want? Do you not want to do the show? And um, I listen, the precedent has been set. Uh, we go through holidays. We go through uh, birthdays. We go through everything. Um, I And again, it's terrible to say, but I recall uh, my mother passing away. 
mm-hmm. happened on a Wednesday, you know? Right. Was that when we were recording back on Wednesdays? No. But oh, okay. what I'm saying is, like, that didn't delay the show. Like, if it had happened on a Tuesday, it would have delayed the show. Right. But it happened on a Wednesday, and I was able to, you know, the show was already done, and everything else was scheduled for After Dark or whatever. Right. And, uh, like, a a life event of that magnitude is what stops these shows. Though, to be fair, I did ask you if you wanted to record a show in the ICU. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but you said no, so. You're like, I can bring my laptop and my microphone with me, and I'm like, I don't. I think we could uh, we could take a break, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember that first show back kicked my ass, Joe. Oh, I can imagine. I remember sitting in the chair at home because I was living up my brother's, and I came here, and I did the show here because I had all the equipment. And my brother's like, you'll be all right? I said, yeah. And I remember, like, half, like, towards the end of the show, I was like, I think I may have sent you a message or something. I was like, wrap it up. <laughs> it's like, I'm going home and going to sleep. But I'm glad you had the chutzpah to pull through, Joe. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I don't have the chutzpah to pull through just yet. I took, uh, you know, Dayquil around lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have my two green pills here ready to go. <laughs> as soon as we're done recording, I'm popping some pills. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, well. I'd say do a bump of Coke or a Spectrox, but you sound stuffed up, so. Yeah, that's. That would just be a waste of Spectrox. Yep. So, uh, how was your week? How was uh, your weekend and everything with this uh, lovely weather we've been having? Um, uh, oh, like the weekend for Fourth of July, the Sunday, it wasn't bad. It was just sunny, but it wasn't blazing hot and humid. So I went to my father's for a barbecue. Uh, or just cook out. I hung out there with, for a little bit. And then I got a call from an old f- a friend who I haven't seen in a while because of the pandemic. They usually have, they don't have a 4th of July picnic, but usually, but they have like a Memorial Day or a Labor Day, depending. And uh, they're like, come on over. Uh, but my friends uh, who, who own, like the guy, he's away because he works for Toby Hanna. So he's on the road. So the wife was like, yeah, come over and see friends and family. And I was like, all right, that's what I did. And other than that, ate too much and came home and fell asleep and felt like shit as I was trying to sleep with all that food in me. But that's about it. Well, that's good. Like I said, I was worried because I was worried that you'd be uh, uh, out stuck doing the lawn or something. No, I did do the lawn um, whatever day. It was cool and uh, cooler and it was overcast. I forget, yeah. like, I was like, I got it out of the way so it wouldn't overgrow and I was happy. Yeah, we had rain uh, our way uh, today as we record this. It was like all big thunderstorms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't mow the lawn this weekend because I went to go see Studebaker. Uh, oh. Former editor of the podcast, former co-host of Dad's Distractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in from Ohio. Uh, he and Jared of uh, Profane Arguments and Ian and Puzzle Warriors 3. It was kind of like at that end of the soon-to-be-named network get-together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian is one of those big... Uh, uh, and again, I would never say hipster board games because I enjoy them, but the overtly complicated board games. Brian is like a big guy of those. Right. 
and we played one a bunch of times called Secret Hitler. Are you aware of this game? Have you heard of this game? <laughs> no, I've never played Secret Hitler. Okay. So it's essentially like, um, uh, are you aware of like uh, the game Werewolf? It's like a no. party game. Nope. Where, like, one person is the detective, everyone else is the town folk, and then one person is the werewolf. And the way that it's randomly decided is, is, like, what, so the, 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 the way that the Hitler one works is it takes place during World War, in between World War One and World War Two. There's the liberals and the fascists and Hitler. Uh, every, everyone is given their assignments. Everyone covers their eyes and puts their hands out. The fascists, the fascists open their eyes so they know who each other are, and then Hitler does not open his eyes and raises their thumb so that the fascists know who Hitler is. Hitler doesn't know who the fascists are, and now you have your players, and then you go about playing the game, and now it's up to the uh, job of the fascists to relay to Hitler without just coming right out and saying, we're the fascists, because by revealing yourself in that way the liberals can target you make sure that your policies don't get put through as liberal policies get put through the fascists lose more power as the fascists get more policies through the liberals lose more power until uh either hitler is nominated chancellor and the fascists win or the liberals get to a point where they're able to assassinate someone and they pick the right person as hitler okay it's a fun game. I know it's not uh, the way it's, I'm explaining it. It sounded riveting, Joe. Yes, but it's a lot of fun. We got a lot of bunch of people making these accusations, trying to figure out who's who. Um, and then we played another one called uh, We're Doomed, which I'm not even going to attempt to get into the explanations of, but uh, it's another good, fun party game for four, uh, four players and up. Uh, that's mm. the other thing. Like, you need, like, large groups of people, and there was a bunch of people there. You know... And obviously that was Saturday and it's not hitting me until today, but I was in a house full of people just like chain smoking, like the world was ending. Right. So that did not help uh, me being around that. But like I said, it didn't hit me Sunday, Monday, and then it just hit me today. I'm blaming no. that yeah, as I'm, I'm sure. as I'm piecing together the rest of my life. It sounds like a blast to me. I think you just went out and drank too much. That's what happened. Uh, now call me when you guys get together and play mystery date. That's when you can call, call me. You know what I mean? I'm sure Brian has like the ultra complicated version of mystery date. You know what I, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I definitely believe it. Yeah. Uh, how is the wall going? How's my wall coming along? Um, the, as I think last time I discussed the wall was uh, of the section that we needed built was finished. Now we're waiting on, a carpenter to come and frame it. He was actually supposed to come today um, and look at it, but my father was uh, not feeling well with the heat today, and he goes, uh, you know what, we'll put it off till tomorrow or the next day or whenever, So, because uh, he wants to be there and talk to the guy. So I'm like, well, I'm not arguing, you know. He's the right. guy who's paying for it, so if he wants to wait a day or two and didn't want to be out there in the heat, I'm whatever. So that's where we're at right now. Was it last week? Pro uh, no, was it within the last like seven days where you had um, uh, sent out the picture of the new wall next to the old wall? Yes, I think it was. Um, I'm trying to remember because, you know, this story is epic now, Joe. So I don't even remember 
stuff that happens. But um, yeah, it was. I'm looking now. The uh, it was five days ago. So yes, it was since since uh, we last recorded. Um, the the yeah the the at the corner of the building it's connected and now all we have to do is is frame it. So I was happy with that at least. You know, went well. Right. Have four bricks left over if you need them. Oh, good. You we built a- this new wall and we have all these extra parts. <laughs> right. No, it was only four. We bought we bought five extra um, because the, I asked, I even asked the Mason, I, I understood in case you make a mistake, you drop one, whatever. I was like five. He's like, yeah, he goes, when they send you, when you buy them, you buy them like on a pallet and they put them on the pallet and he goes, and I, they've been known like different places that sell bricks have been known to be like, put a broken one in the middle. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll get rid of them and you know. Or they they do break from the weight on them or whatever, and you'll break a few. But he ended up breaking one after uh, after all the time he he did because you have to cut the last piece at the end of the row because it has to be a certain length. And he right. cut them and he and he'd mark it with a sharpie how many inches, and then he'd he'd hit it with a he'd hit it with a, a hammer that has like a flat edge on it, and that's where he'd crack it. And then he'd be like, all right, does it fit? Be like, all right, it's a little big. Let me trim it. And all the ones that he had to trim, he did perfectly. And then the last one, my brother shows up because he hasn't seen the guy in a long time. I was like, oh, uh, Ricky's doing the wall. He's like, do you want to come down and see him? He hasn't seen you in a while. And he's like, yeah. And my brother busts him. He's like, you haven't, that's the last one that you need to cut. You haven't broken any yet? He's like, no. And as soon as he hit it, the brick shattered. He's like, you fucker, you jinxed me. <laughs> so it was a it was a good time, Joe. It was a family event. I'm glad everyone's enjoying the uh, benefits of my wall, you know? I can't wait until the door is on. And then we're going to come down and have a big door party. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> Everybody's going to get turns clicking the button for a small fee. You get to open and close the new door. Listen, it's almost as though I was secretly building up the legend of the door. Um, no. So that you can make it into a money-making opportunity. That well, I'm thinking because we've had, we've had uh, the bassist and your the fancy gentleman both take various pictures in front of the wall. But I think the fancy gentleman's the only one who's going to have the complete set. He'll have the wall with the hole in it. He'll have a giant blanket door, and then if he wants, he can get the picture with uh, the big overhead door. So right. he'll have the wall. It'll be like the set. One of I one. Did I was right, and he needs to like do like the the picture collage, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so my story that I have for this week. Okay. And sadly, since this happened, it's one. It's been one of those. It's been one of those fucking days, right? Right. We're like it's, it's Tuesday's been very busy. Let's just say, okay. Right. And I didn't even mess with a lot of the news that came out. So, but go ahead. Right, because it's non-comic related. It's bullshit news for the right. most part. So Monday, uh, you know, obviously, maybe you've noticed we're attempting to be a little bit more um, proactive, um, a little bit more something, you know, with the the Twitter accounts. And I do want to thank everyone who's uh, newly signed up as patrons, um, mm-hmm. as we've decided to do this push. We ended up getting about three or four new patrons in the last week, so that's awesome. We greatly appreciate it. I thank Adam for giving the extra little push on At Odds Unprovoked. 
Um, it was one of the few times where he went into business for himself, uh, or <laughs> opportunity for himself, and it was to benefit the podcast, you know? Uh, I like to hear that, but go ahead. Uh, so uh, I see on Monday uh, pops up on the uh, Comixology account that they're doing a deal with um, buy one, for Marvel, buy one, get one free, right? Which Marvel does from time to time. And it's like, oh, what would you get for your Marvel buy one, get one free? I go, oh, well, I know what I would get. You know, new stuff from Marvel. What's a great deal to get buy one, get one free? And that would be Immortal Hulk, of course, right? Mm -hmm. So I go to the show account and I'm typing in and I have like my whatever I'm going to do. And I'm going to tag the creators in it, you know, hopefully get some sort of boost out of it. And I know Joe Bennett doesn't use his social media, but I know what it is. And I we follow him from the show account and. I'm typing in Al Ewing's Twitter account and it's not coming up. I'm like, what the fuck? I go, am I, I go, no, I, I know what his Twitter account is. I go and I go over to the main account and I do a Google search and I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. And I'm like, why is it not coming up? What's going on? I go, well, let me send out the tweet. And then I'm logged into the show account and I click on Al Ewing's name and I find out that we're blocked by Al Ewing on the show account oh okay okay so i'm like huh what is this about so i'm trying to think to myself i'm like we have never said anything remotely negative about al ewing right right so i tweeted him from uh my account just saying hey al big fan um i just noticed that you have blocked the account for my podcast and i put the the twitter account in there i go if we did something to offend you i greatly apologize within seconds he unblocks the show and follows the show follows me and sends me a direct message okay uh just saying apologies i used a blockchain a while back uh a thing that blocks all the followers of a particularly toxic personality uh, that's a sledgehammer to crack a nut, though, because often people can't remember following back when said toxic person was hiding it. Also, journalists and podcasts need to follow uh, toxic accounts for the news or to keep tabs on them. Fair now, enough, right? I have it set up on, you know, the the main the, the show account that if somebody follows us, I follow them back. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, I'll go clean stuff up. I'll be like, okay, well, this is a dead <laughs> account. Or I see this is like an account that's like particularly antagonistic. Or I see that this is like a, like this is somehow an account that got hacked or whatever. And as I try to clean things up, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I said, oh, you know, and I'm like, I go, hey, that's probably what it is. Um, you know, it's essentially that, that it's set up to follow everyone back. And he's like, ah, he goes, uh, he goes, possibly my nuke must have caught you between cleaning something. Um, and he said that I don't, he goes, I can't say I regret doing it. There are casualties, but I'd be drowning in shit right now if I haven't. <laughs> um, and he's like, sorry if I caused any worry. I'm like, no, sorry to have bothered you. Keep up the great work. Enjoy your day. And uh, again, he did not have to do that at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday to deal with my dopey ass in regards to like, hey, why did you block me? Right. Yeah. Have you thought about trying that with uh, Jericho? 
Um, well, see, that's the thing. So for Adam? I did, did for a while, right? right? But I think Jericho might lean on the side of those that need to be blocked as opposed to those that would be doing the blocking. Right. I'm just kidding because I know Adam was trying to to get off the block for a while, but I don't uh-huh. know where it is now because I don't know where a lot of people stand in the world that I try not to visit. So Right. Well, I think uh, after January 6th this past year, I think Adam has given up the ghost on attempting to uh, make himself whole with Chris Jericho. But you never know. Uh, I'm surprised I'm not blocked by him myself, but... Keep trying. You never know. No, and see, that's the thing. Um, I, uh, you know, there, I'm I'm blocked by some people, but for the most part, I uh, I did something to deserve it, and I, I accept my fate, you know? Uh, there are people who uh, I'm puzzled why I've blocked, or they've blocked me, and I've never had inter- any interactions with them, and it's always interesting to find out that I'm blocked by certain people. Maybe, uh, but, you know... Value, you know, we're fans. We're, we're fans of valuing, so that was yep. uh, a bummer, you know. Yeah, well, maybe I, I think that's a cool story that he like he flipped it, you know, followed you back and and followed the show. But maybe all the, some of those people that you don't know did the same thing. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a very good chance that that is what it is. I know there was a period of time where either I or the show, or you know, like I said, one or the other was blocked by Dan Slot. And uh, as much as I like Dan Slott, uh, I think Dan Slott goes and riles up more hornets, hornets' nests than he leaves alone. True, yeah. And so I'm like, nah, I'm a fan, but I'm okay. Because Dan's a bit of a troublemaker online, you know? Be careful, he might uh, vanity search uh, this podcast and come after you. Right, there are applications that you could get out there uh, that would like do an entire transcription of a podcast for you. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he gets those where it's he gets the transcription and then he searches that to see right. if he was mentioned. Yeah, I will say that I don't I don't know if I'm blocked by anybody because I've never come across an account that says I was blocked. And I'll, I'm actually kind of proud that I've never had to block anybody. I've never blocked anybody in my life on Twitter. So, uh, well, I think DJ blocked me once for saying some things <laughs> about, uh, some wrestlers, but then he opened it back up and it was like months later, he's like, I'm not following you. Like what? Ha-? Like I noticed like Joe d- retweets something. I'm like, that's because you blocked me like as a joke, like six months ago. And when you do that and then unblock me, it probably unfollowed me. <laughs> you know yeah. But to say that I've ever I've I've done the block on like stupid promoted accounts, but I don't count those. Yeah, I've, I've never. It's like oh, this pops up because it's promoted and it's an ad, and I'm like ah, I try I tried that for a while, but that's like trying to hold the ocean back back with one sandbag. So I just mm-hmm. gave up. I'm like because it's like Hydra, you know, you kill one and two pop up. So I don't even I don't do that anymore either. Right, there was a period of time where I was blocking, like, big corporation things because that was the only way to stop them from showing up in your timeline. Right. But then everything else becomes promoted tweets, so I'm like, all right, I gotta bite the bullet on, like, and just, you know, I and I think I tweeted it out the other day. 
where it was like all these like weird like character strings and stuff that are supposed to prevent that stuff like that from showing up on your timeline. Mm-hmm. And it works for the most part. It works like 85% of the time. Um, I've blocked people, you know, um, there are people that were like directly hateful to me. Like they would tag me in things and call me all sorts of slurs and so forth. And I just wouldn't interact with them. I would mute them. And then they would move into my direct messages. So then I would see uh, like unread direct messages from these people. And I'm like, okay, we need to like just block these people just so they get the message. Um, But I've ended up like unblocking a lot of the big corporate accounts and stuff because um, I'll see stuff come through. And I'm like, why is that weird? And I'll click on that. I'm like, oh, that's right. I blocked the New York Times like nine years ago because I was sick and tired of seeing their shit pop up on my timeline, you know? I, I know what you mean. I basically, I think I cleaned that, cleared that up. The only thing that I have now, and I had to do it again because it, it, it stopped working for a while, was the muted phrases and hashtags. Yes. I had, because you posted that up the other day. And I was like, let me go in. Because the hashtags and certain phrases that I had that I had screen capped and answered your Twitter with, um, they weren't working. All that stuff was popping up in my timeline. I heard somebody say somewhere that like something with the updates kind of. So I went back and I like took a screen cap of the the ones that I had, so I'd remember them all. And then I went back and I was like, all right, let's let's erase them, press save, and then go back in and write them. And today, I know it definitely worked. This this Tuesday definitely helped me that it that it that it worked. So, for sure. Uh, so, um, this show ended up being longer than I thought it was going to be. Well, I'm sorry. I try to keep it felt like a slender read, but like a slender read. But uh, not to spoil too too much. But if you um, uh are listening to this in the correct listening order then you know sorry that the main show is short if you're listening to this in the normal uh non-patreon bonus listener uh order you're getting a patreon bonusy thing as part of the main show this week mm-hmm. uh just because of my illness i've been mutant and schnotting and coughing all over the place hopefully mm-hmm. i've done a good job of covering that up i'll see when you've, i go back and i do the edit on this you've done a great job joe okay a trooper you, if you will yeah yeah all right, everybody. Thanks for bearing with us here. Episode uh, 347, Longbox Heroes After Dark. And uh, we'll see you all next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Network.